Aloha, Kohala. We are back here at KNKR. It's 429. I am January 15th. I'm here with Mikel Anacadio, and we're going to talk story. And we're going to see what comes up and just go with it. So uh, you just blew in from the south end. Where I we're was on the coast. Oh, hold on. Uh, you need your mic. Here oh. we go. There we go. Hello. Yep. Check, check. Hi. So good go. to be here. Um, yes, I was down on the coast just now doing um, massage sessions with mm -hmm. clients. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. Drive a little windy, but great. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me all right? How's yeah. that going? There we go. Better. Hello. There we go. Okay. There we go. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So here you are back at home. Here I am back in Kohala. And <sighs> it's a beautiful Wednesday. Yeah. And um, I kind of been ruminating on this quote and ruminating. Ha, ha. Um, because it's by Rumi. Because <laughs> the quote is by Rumi. Go ahead. So th this is the quote. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. I'm going to say it one more time. Go ahead. Your task is not to seek for love but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Mm. I like it. And there's something about seeking love as if it's something out there versus I look to, to love somebody or something to find the love not looking for anything from somebody else. Right, which is really yeah. what that quote is saying. It's saying that it's not to seek outside of your self-love, but rather to seek within yourself just the stuff that's on you, like we've pasted with things that we have to pull away so that we can just receive the love that is and that And what are. might be something for you and your life and your experience that may have blocked your, your connection to love? Wow. Well, goodness, I have been on the path of self-discovery <laughs> <laughs> and journeying uh, through my, my stuff for about, consciously for about 25 years, I would say. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> So you were like 10? Yeah, that's right, because I'm, I'm <laughs> only 25. No, I'm, I'm only, I was zero. I'm you were like zero, you're no, 20. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, um, I was in my early 20s I was 20 ish in that region of time in yeah. my you know college era yeah. I was really seeking and starting to seek and pull away the layers and asking questions like what is out there what is real what is truth mm -hmm. and for me that took me on a journey of kind of reading voraciously every spiritual text and trying to just expand and learn and it kind of took me on a a journey of the golden thread is what I like to call it. Mm -hmm. um, the truth that lies within all things. Mm -hmm. And that truth, say the same things. This is one of those truths that really we are ourselves, the love. Mm -hmm. and what is, how have I been able to peel, like where have I been going to peel this away? One thing, we kind of all have childhood stuff. We all come in with childhood little mm -hmm. moments. Mm -hmm. For me, I am no different. I had father issues, you know, daddy <laughs> issues. My dad and mom divorced when I was young, you know, mm -hmm. four years old. So not growing up with a consistent father figure, you know, a weekend dad or, you know, not showing up to performances. I've honestly, I've been in performance since I was a little girl. Yeah. So I had dance recitals, skating things. Yeah, yeah. Always something yeah. to come to. And, um, and then, of course, my dad would always get there right after I performed. 
oh. the second I was done, he'd yeah. arrive or not. Yeah. And, but every time he missed it. So what's set up for me is like, see me, see me. Yeah. You don't see me. I don't feel seen. I don't feel seen. But how does that translate girl. to the love? Well, because when you don't feel seen, then what did I do? I, I then started, you don't feel like you're loved, right? Because Right. He couldn't our, show up, he so couldn't he show must up not for me. love me. Kinda, we kind of love is like, to me, this blanket. And we have all these things that go off of it. We feel joy, happiness, mm-hmm. um, affection. Those Bliss. are all in the realm of love. <laughs> yeah. And then in the realm of, and then we have the things that kind of pull us away from there. Mm. So when we don't feel seen heard. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel worthy. I mm-hmm. don't feel valued. Mm-hmm. Those things all keep us from love. And they're usually, we all are running one of those programs mm-hmm. from somebody, an auntie, a father, a mother, someone right. told us something. And so when we set up that program, what that set up for me is I then attracted other men or people in my life who didn't see me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you start... Because you didn't recognize that yet. That's part of our growing up, right? That was part of your growing up. And and as kids, we get things set in, typically speaking, that then later we have opportunity to pull away and release if we so choose. Often we don't, right? We just play that out our whole lives and we... Right. That's what's known as, oh, you married your mother or, oh, you married your father. It's like because that person represents certain qualities that your parent did if you had some, I don't know that you have to have discourse with your parent. It's just that maybe it's just looking for someone who's somehow familiar to to you. And it it can, it doesn't even have to be something traumatic necessarily either. It could be your mom loves you very much, but she was always nagging you about, you know, why don't you you clean yourself up? Why don't you clean yourself (laughs) up? Why don't you do this? Why don't you, why don't you, well, you shoulda, you shoulda. Something like that could also create a program where you always just feel like, God, I'm just never getting it right. I'm just never doing it right. It's not that your mother doesn't love you, but it's a little program that then puts a little nick in your day. Yeah. All the time, because you kind of get this nagging feeling. You might right. end up with a boss who nags you. You right. might end up with some other being in your life who plays and shows up and plays that person out. Now, right. the opportunity is to realize, let's say, when um, I'm, let's say, let's say Sally's got this program of feeling like it's never quite good enough, and mm-hmm. then she has a boss. And she gives her 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 presentation, and her boss just has some really great constructive criticisms to make it better. But right. for Sally, she receives it as like, "Gosh, I really still can't do a good job. I'm just really right. not good enough." Right. That's our own stuff. Opportunity is if Sally knows that she can she can change it. She can go, "Oh, that's actually it's not about that not person. Not about that person. Yeah, it's about looking within, and." And sometimes you can't get to the root of it, but you can recognize that there's something there and that it isn't it isn't that other person. They're not doing something to me. They're they're just triggering something in me. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when I was in my twenties and thirties, I noticed a lot of people were starting to talk about their childhoods and how horrible their parents were. <laughs> and and one of the things that did for me is it made me reflect on my parents and I'm like Okay, well, my mother was, my mom was kind of depressed and she wasn't like go, go, like a cheerleader. But she also didn't tell me I was bad or I did it wrong or, oh, you just screwed that up again. She didn't really criticize me. She didn't really praise me. Well, I think neutral is better than negative. So it made me realize, well, okay, so then you have to find your own way. You have to find, you have to be your own cheerleader. And, you know, that's not so terrible. That's... 
you got to work with what you have. So I really love that you mentioned the word neutral because mm. I think really we're all we all want to sit in this field of neutrality. And sitting in neutrality means really not to have a judgment, opinion, because it, it's not a positive or a negative. And, and really none of it is a positive or a negative per se. It's just, it just is. Right. Right. It's, and so when you get into neutrality, like you said, then you get to create because you create choose. from that. You choose. You're in zero point. You get to yeah. choose. I get to choose to be happy. I get to choose to be sad. We are all choosing those things every day, choosing mm -hmm. our feelings, mm -hmm. how we want to show up, how we want to live. And that's what's so cool is that it is our choice. Mm -hmm. And the more we get into neutrality, the easier that choice is to make. I think also as you get, as, as I've gotten older, I think less about pleasing other people and finding out what pleases me. And that's, I think I'll probably be working on that right till I leave this planet. <laughs> <laughs> that might be, I think I'll work on impatience. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> I can be so impatient, but it's, it's breathe, breathe. You're breathing, Finding yeah. that patience, you know, that let the things take time. Let yeah. Let things take time. We want it now. But that's, you know, a quality we see a lot in our youth. They're way more impatient than I. But uh, in that now we live in a society of everything now, everything now. Well, the technology has brought information. You know, I just think about when, when, I, was in, when I was in the teen years and the 20 years, I would, you'd have a song, I'd have a song come into my head. And I was like, oh, what is the name of that song? And I could remember a line of the song. And I'd call like 10 friends. Do you know this song? I'm trying to, and then you connect with all those people over it. Well, now you just Google it and you find the name of the song and it's just not as much fun. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of uh, instant gratification going on. Yeah, and, and by yourself. Yes. Rather than maybe doing it with, with other people, involving other people in your process. And what a lot of the kids are doing these days is involving each other, but with screens. Yes. Right? Now they yeah. get all together on a screen. Yeah. Or in multiple screens. Yeah. Et cetera, in different a and places. And that's just a different time. It is a different time. The one thing I think, it, again, is important, though, as we move in through this time, is we realize that some of the critical thinking that people like you and I growing up without all that... Yeah. We got to experience naturally. You built critical thinking because you, you had to. And there was a lot of creativity time, because there was there was nothing to look at. Television offered very little right, entertainment. You crafting. Yeah, yeah. Or you you know I remember going down the basement in my parents' house and my dad had a workbench and I just like look around for like oh there's a piece of wood there's a nail there's a screw like what could I make with what I have because I have nothing else to do there's nothing to do it's raining out my friends aren't home <laughs> so it's like how do you get creative with that where I feel like the screen has maybe hindered that for me right yeah it changes it and a lot of that's how even people say they prefer to write with pen you I can do. feel it better because yeah. you're used to writing like that. Whereas yeah. I think the newer generations are becoming so accustomed to writing it this other way mm -hmm. and seeking it another way. But that field of creative spontaneity that you're speaking of, yeah. that's that powerful place to be. And when we're in that place, as we were kind of touching on a little bit ago, yeah. we're able to, I think, access the tools that we need to peel away the layers um, mm -hmm. that keep us from really feeling in love with ourselves, in yeah. love with all that is, in love with the trees and the nature and everything around you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And ultimately kind of swinging it back into that quote, um, I think that's kind of really the essence of what we're doing, right? That's it, is l you're here to love, love yourself. 
know thyself, love thyself. Right. And, and when you love yourself, it's easier to love other people and, and be there for them. But if you if you're not if you're just looking at them to fill some void in in you and me, if I'm looking for someone to fill something, then it's it's a different vibration. It's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. It's just different vibrations of love. And, you know, well, I think it actually comes into I always like this idea of the infinity, you know, two circles two whole circles who come mm. together create infinity. Mm. They create infinite possibilities. Oh, I like that. But two <laughs> halves just create one circle. So we're yeah. not we're not seeking to be we're seeking to be whole, right? Yeah. And then when we're whole, then we can open up a field of infinite possibility. Yeah. A dear friend of mine said to me the other day in regards to my relationship and I'm really happy in this moment and moving forward in great ways in my love, personal life, etc. and she said uh, she said, so have, are you just never, have you ever been this in love and this happy before, like with, you know, in a relationship? And I said, you know, I've never loved myself as much as I've loved <laughs> myself now. Yeah. And really that's that kind of, again, you can yeah. only experience the love with someone else to the, to the grandness that you can experience loving yourself. Right. And so how beautiful of course as i love myself more i can experience more love mm-hmm. period right mm-hmm. so as we love ourselves as we truly peel away those layers and realize that we are infinitely perfect already mm. and we're just releasing what does not serve us so that we can resonate and vibrate at a place where we can be in our gifts which we all have yeah and and also knowing knowing things about yourself i found when i <clears throat> when I recognized that I was attracted to women and I fell in love with a woman and I knew that that experience was as much about me falling in love with me than it was about her. That was really all about honoring me and loving me. And she was just part of the ride. You know, it was like it was it was great. and It was wonderful. But but I had to love me in order to take that next step into in my life. Right, you know, to, to be true to yourself. To be true to myself, whatever that looks like for somebody. Right. Everybody has their own truth and their own, their own beingness of who they are. Yes. And how yeah. cool would it be? You know, we've talked about this before. How <laughs> cool would it be if we all really understood that and we yeah. knew like such and such that's because the more we understand what we're really all we're all very different yeah so and so's great at this yeah so and so's great at that and and we all have these different gifts and yeah. if we honor one another and the various gifts we have and the various personalities and the various yeah. ways we go about it and just absolutely go, wow that's that person cool you go and right. we support and we cheerlead for one another to rise higher into who we are truly are who we're truly right instead of trying to be like me try to be like you or you try to be like that person or uh, or compare yourself yeah god i should be doing more because she's doing something and i should be doing that because so-and-so is doing that yeah who cares what they're doing (laughs) it doesn't matter doesn't matter it's nice to inspire one another in that way but still be true to who you are you know we can inspire each other to maybe do a little more or be a little more or but but still 
But it's being what it is that's right for you is what we're inspiring each other yes. to do. Not, it's not doing what I'm doing because right. that does not going to work for you because you're not me, right? I mean, yeah. you know, whatever works for you. And so yeah. realizing that your own unique energy, your own unique imprint, your what you see as being you know fun, exciting is awesome. Right. Right. And as you do that, you do actually, you bless others with your gifts. Mm-hmm. Like we're so happy to be in your presence and yeah. you know, to experience you because that's not what I am. And so right, how and, cool is that, right? Right, and there are all these different people. I was talking to somebody about puzzle pieces, and it's like all these, these different pieces of the puzzle come together and create something far greater than any one, two, three, four people. It's the, it's all, it's like your infinity thing, you know? Yes, well, greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, that sounds like a quote. It I'm gonna is. Take, uh, we're going to take a station break, and then we're going to chat some more. And if you would like to call in and have questions or comments, call 884-5657. That's 884-5657. Aloha Kohala. It's 447, Wednesday, January 15th. You're listening to KNKR. This is Isla Algood with Women's Voices here with Mikkel Anakadio. We are doing intuitive talk story today, kind of talking about what's coming up and we were talking about creativity and love and had some thoughts during the break. And if you want to call 884-5657. Michaela, what would you like to say? So we were talking about, you had asked me about, you know, kind of when you do deal with something, how do you, how did you, how do you love yourself more? How do we love ourselves more? Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking about kind of my own wounds and, and how did I move through them? And first it's recognition, right? We have to first be aware if if we don't know there's a spot on the counter, we can't clean it, right? Yeah. So if we're not willing to go, oh, there's a spot there. (laughs) So first we do that, right? right? And say, oh, wow, like I've I, f- I felt maybe some abandonment issues because my dad wasn't present all the time when I was a l- little girl. Right. Even though we have a, we're awesome. I love my father. We have a great relationship. There's no problems. Yeah, it's no, wonderful. you're talking about you're little talking Mikhail. About your little girl. Yeah. yeah. And just to clarify yeah. that, doesn't mean you have a problem with your parent right. because you have a feeling. Right. It's more that we have this little girl inside of us and little boy that's still there because time is kind of eternal and and it's always now so that little girl she's the one who's reacting let's say Mm -hmm. in life Mm -hmm. right so what i would do some of the thing tools i really love are a mantras program in what you want a mantra is basically saying anything that reprograms let's you could say i love myself that could be considered a mantra yeah a mantra is just anything you repeat Mm -hmm. over and over Mm -hmm. with the intention of programming or getting it in the body it's a not unlike dancing do a move over again and again and again until it becomes right. muscle memory right and and instead of uh daddy or mommy saying that to you you're saying it to you now because we're we're grown-ups we're, we're not, grown-ups we're not six anymore right so right it's so like, you're giving what your little girl little boy needs yeah what they maybe didn't get yeah. and it's not that your mom or dad did anything wrong or bad or on purpose right. no no it's not about them No, it's not about about them them. at all, actually. And in fact, they don't even need to know. You you (laughs) could do it all by yourself, which is just to basically put in like, okay, I see you. Like for me and be like, you know, I see you. I got, I love myself. I got this. Yeah, and, and to look in the mirror and do that. Yeah. Very powerful. And to put your hands on your body, like on your chest, on your heart space, really yeah. powerful. Mm-hmm. And to just lock in these, what you want for yourself. And that can be used for anything, right? You know, money comes easily and frequently. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Speak what you want, right. period. Right. You know, we've said this before, but energy flows where attention goes. And right. we probably can't say that enough because right. it is so true. Yeah. So mantras, powerful way to reset anything. Another thing, um, I think I spoke about it last time we were on the show together, but um, was reviewing your day, going through and reviewing your day at the end of the day, sitting, Mm -hmm. I love to sit under the stars. For many years I did that, Mm -hmm. would sit under the stars and review the day, go through the things, see where you kind of, oh, wow, I wasn't, maybe I was short. Wasn't so nice there. Wasn't so nice. Do this. And kind of, I, I would give apology, forgive myself. Yeah. And others. and it's and it's looking more at you rather than boy she did this and he said yeah, that exactly. and she did this and he said that it's more like if if all those things did happen over the course of the day that didn't feel very good may, maybe there was an energy that I was putting out that yes. created that yes. and not and one of the things I've found challenging in recent years with being responsible for my impact is also not blaming me for it. Yes. I can, I can, you know, like when I when I had a dis-ease in my body, I was like, okay, I cannot, I, I am responsible for it, but I can't blame myself for it because that will will not make me heal and feel good. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's 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 just just recognizing things about ourselves and 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 then taking the steps to get to the next positive thing that we want. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's funny that self-awareness is kind of like <laughs> crazy. I mean, because that's really what all of life is about, right? Yeah, yeah. And that we look outside of ourselves so much yeah. is hilarious almost yeah. because there's nothing out there. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know, so it's all an inside job, right? Yeah. It truly is. How we feel about our day. How I, w- I was just at kindergarten this morning, actually teaching dance this morning. Oh, sweet. And one of the kindergartners. I said, to, I said, you know what's so cool? Because he said, I don't feel, he says, I just don't feel really very happy. And I said, mm. but you know what's so cool is that you get to make the choice with how you feel. Isn't that the coolest thing that you're in charge? And he's like, yeah. And I go, yeah, you are. And he goes, so what do you want to feel? And the little people around him, you want to feel happy, happy, right? And he goes, uh, yeah, I want to feel happy. I go, awesome. Now you're happy. You just <laughs> chose it. There you go. Yeah. And it's that simple. It's that simple. It really yeah. is that simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think we, there is something about honoring what you feel. That's another, maybe another topic about feelings because I grew up in a house where we, oh, nobody really talked about how they felt about anything. There was some anger that spewed around depression, but there was not, oh, hi, sweetheart. How you feel today? You have a good day. You have a, somebody bother you. We just didn't communicate like that. So, um, to me, for me, it's important for me to honor whatever feeling I'm having because I tend to be the goody two shoes like, oh, everything's great. It's important to honor that for that little kid, too, that he wasn't happy right then, but he could then choose to be happy. Right. You know, exactly. so it's, it is honoring like I feel sad right now. OK, be with that sad. Look at that as long as you want to look at that and then decide where you want to go next. That's right. That's very true. Yeah. And and I think by no means should we gloss over anything, but we are able to choose that exactly what you said. Um, choose how we're going to meet the moment. Yeah. Yeah. What do I want next? I know how I feel right now, and I'm not loving how I feel right now. So where am I going next? Right. Yeah. How do I want to continue? Because yeah. it's up to me. And how did and and maybe I'm playing some. This I really. Have, I'm still working hard on this, <laughs> are the thoughts. 
the thoughts like something happens at nine o'clock, 11 o'clock, I'm still thinking about that thing that I was annoyed about at nine o'clock. So I'm perpetuating something that it's, it's been over for two hours and yet I'm still thinking about it and dwelling on it. So for me, I'm still learning about, okay, just don't think about that right now. There's nothing you can do about it. Focus on where you are. I'm here with you. I'm doing this, the music. I'm listening to a song rather than thinking about something that, that's not serving. And I, I let, when that happens, what I've liked to do in the past is, is I'm, alone, I'm alone a lot in my, you know, my car or your whatever, right? Yeah. You're alone. You can just say out loud like, hey, not going down that road. Hey, I'm not going to think about that. I like to make it fun. I yes. sing a song. I'm like, not yeah. going down that road. I'm not going down <laughs> like that. No, you ain't going to get me, Johnny. Whatever. You know, like, make it fun. Make it fun. You know, like, to me, make it all fun. If it's not yeah. fun, you're not going to do it. Yeah. It's all about having fun because it's an adventure. And I think when we think of life as like, this wild ride, this yeah. adventure that we're on that's full yeah. of challenges and tests, opportunities. It's like you come to this place, you forget everything to try to remember everything again. And you know <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> right. And, and, and it's actually really fun. And so yeah. I think growth has to be fun or else you don't want to do it. Humans typically only grow with pain. Mm. I say, why not grow with fun? I'm grow with that. joy why yeah. do we have to be heartbroken before we decide we're going to change our lives right why do we have to lose right. something before we decide we're going right. to finally make that change yep. you know like let's be motivated by joy let's right. be motivated by making it fun that it's just we want to be why not be more superheroes we right. can be superhumans by being activated awake being good at things being in our body having access and full capacity to move these vessels mm -hmm. to know our energy like to me that sounds like so very exciting that's yeah it's more exciting than than other things <laughs> <laughs> than dwelling on misery than yeah. dwelling on misery so yeah. break it up i go like blah you know yeah. make, a, make something that breaks up your mind because we're kind of like on a little road yeah. When your mind's doing that, you're in the grooved out yeah, dirt yeah, road, yeah. and you have to pull your truck up on the, that yeah. up on top and make that new path. But you have to like startle it out of the path, right? And it's up to us to do that for ourselves. Yes. Nobody can do that for Nobody us. Nobody can. Yeah. No, yeah. that's the thing. Only yeah. we can do it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's a whole inside job, mm -hmm. like a hundred percent. And you know, we were talking about loving yourself. I was thinking some people feel very comfortable in doing and being and giving to others. Like that's their, that's what they do, and yeah. they do it a lot to the point that they're not giving to themselves. So if you're listening and you're one of those people who's a giver and a doer, and you take care of everybody else, just imagine that that's you sitting across the room from you, that's feeling sad or feeling alone or. And, and reach out to yourself with that kind of love and that kind of um, compassion. And you know, just like on the plane, they say, put your mask on before <laughs> you put on your child. And why? Yeah. Because if you are whole, you can actually take care of all of the people you love mm -hmm. at a much higher capacity. Mm -hmm. So the more it's not selfish to take care of oneself, it's actually the most unselfish thing you can do. Because yeah. as you create wholeness in yourself, as you choose love for yourself, you then can love others at a greater capacity. You then can care for others at a greater capacity. And, you know, like, just like it's real simple. If you get a good night's sleep, you're better to show up yeah. the next day, right? Yeah. The more yeah. we fill up ourselves, we're there to, you know, power out for others. Well, and the, the energy that we, when, when, when I'm taking care of me and I feel good about me, 
just being around me is a positive because I'm putting out that energy of joy and, and love. But if I'm, if I'm trying to take care of you and I'm like tired and exhausted and I didn't sleep and I haven't eaten right all day, I'm not really helping you at all. In fact, I might be taking something from you that <laughs> you don't have to give because I just don't have, have enough to share. That's right. In that moment. That's right. Yeah. And on another note, if you've actually taken care of yourself before you've gone out into the world and you're like, I'm full, I feel good, I yeah. love me, I feel good, then you're not looking to be getting something from someone else to actually fill yourself up either throughout right. the day. Right. So then you're also going to have a different experience, right, that has more sure. ease, maybe more fun, more grace. So all of it is about creating, for all of us, I think it's just about creating more more grace, more love, more joy, more kindness, and then more care in turn for everything around us, which obviously, when we, you know, we, when we do turn it outward, then we care more for our planet. We care more for our communities. We care more for our children, right. our elders, right. because we love. And if you love, you want others to be in health and harmony, too. Absolutely. And, and sometimes one of the things I found through my, you know, as I felt more empowered and more in my who I am is that some people who are used to me a particular way found it a little more difficult to stay in relationship with me because maybe I didn't need them the way I, I used to need them. And, and then that person can feel threatened by that. It's like you're in this joyful, empowered place and this person or people around you are still where they are and not that they're bad or wrong or anything. It's just that you're doing something different and sometimes other people don't know how to be with that. Well, that's a really good point. Like, think about this. If you're really, it's not unlike two, and we think about, let's say, someone who's feeling super insecure and they're around you who's really secure yeah. and you're doing your thing and yeah. you're like, I got but they're feeling really intimidated by just you being. Just you being, being you. you, right? Yeah. Because, and the reason why is because, again, going back to the self, if that person was able to see right then, nothing to do with that person but I'm actually comparing myself right now to her and you know feeling right. less than because I'm not doing what she's doing or she's so amazing or whatever I'm yeah. thinking about you in that moment <clears throat> then we'd be able to shift that person would be able to shift their energy right and say oh it's they're awesome and I'm awesome too. yes yeah and actually we're all awesome and we're uh. all different and it's not going to be the same for her as it is right. for me. And, and then I can just choose to love myself. And then we choose to learn from each other. And then we get to experience the gifts. Because then what might have been like intimidated by you, now she can come up to you. And then maybe you have something to share. And, and together, you, have, together you, can grow. you get to grow. Yeah. Because yeah. you're open. Yep. And we're not taking we, – we so much do the defense, ego. Well, you know, well, I can do that too. Well, yeah. well I know this. <laughs> Right? It's our little yeah. ego wants to protect ourselves yeah. and defend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's 5.01. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Our time is over already. Well, I've so enjoyed being with you. Thank you. Always. Thank you. I hope you can come back next month. And I we'll, would love that. We'll see what, what uh, evolves at that time. Absolutely. Thank you, Mikkel. And 